Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Dominic and Ariel join us in the sex apartment and describe their early start in the lifestyle, from bringing home girls from the bar, going to the club for the first time, and accidentally playing with a possible escort in Italy. And we're back at the sex apartment. Today we have Dominic and Ariel. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Thank you. We love to talk about how you guys discovered or got into the lifestyle. Want me to tell you? So it was quitter. My idea. I knew she had a girlfriend in the past, so I knew she found women attractive. What guy doesn't want to have two girls? So I figured, you know, I didn't want to push it because I didn't want to make it bad. So I was just passing the idea of what if we bring someone home? We didn't know anything about clubs or like that, but we would just bring someone home one night and give it a shot. We talked about it for a while before we did Mm -hmm. anything. How long? Oh, it was months before we did anything. Yeah. Probably three, four, five months. It was it was a while. You know, all my cousins and friends were like, this is a terrible idea, like to, <laughs> as the guy pitching it. <laughs> but I tried to pitch it as it's not just me getting the pleasure out of it. It's you too. Right. So it's not as in if it was another guy that I wasn't going to get anything out of it and it's all her, it would be both of us playing, which she was like, makes sense. And I knew she was nervous, mostly about seeing me do anything. That's how it all started. And then it was just one night we decided to go ahead and try to find someone and set it up. We did. She needed some alcohol to calm the nerves. (laughs) And that was a very interesting first encounter. I will tell you that. What happened? She came over. I was very nervous. I didn't know how I would feel about my, at that time, it was just my boyfriend touching another woman or doing anything with another woman. Turns out it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I actually enjoyed it. Where'd you find her? Out at a bar and we drinking, got to talking and she had a little bit, she had a lot of alcohol in her. (laughs) (laughs) Asked if she wanted to come back to our house. She agreed. We drank some more at the house, started messing around and. uh, Girls did obviously. Yes. Started first. Typically that's how it works. And then we brought him in. I think she went over to him first and that's when I first got the, okay, let's see how this is. How am I going to feel about this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I was going to, thought I was going to be like jealous. Yeah. And I wasn't. And then things progressed. It probably lasted about I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Then afterwards she said, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> so we kind of looked at each other and we were like, um, okay. So we all went out to the strip club. She drank a lot more. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. And she was sloppy. Yeah, she and was buying lap dances, dancing on the girls, just oh boy, yeah, living her best life, mm-hmm. <laughs> falling over. And then she was like, "Okay, I'm done. Let's go." So we get in the car. I thought actually she was going to come in the back seat with me, mm-hmm. and she didn't. She climbed up front. And then she gets a text from her boyfriend. 
Uh-oh. And he's driving down the highway and starts punching him. Yeah, me. Oh, and yeah. hitting him on the forehead. And he's. she goes, men are dicks. All men have dicks on their heads. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. So finally we get her to home. Well, she had a hotel she, room. Yeah. So we get her to the hotel. We're like, where are you going? She's like, this is my hotel. So we take her there and drop her off. She gets out and just sits on the bench in like front of the right hotel. Right out front. Oh, and I'm like, hmm. And mind you, she's falling over. Yeah. Like blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable leaving her there. So I'm like, I don't want to get, see her on the news. Right. right. Or find out something bad happened to her when I could have done something. So we sat there and I like got her to finally go into the hotel. Cause I'm like, I don't want sure. some guy taking advantage of her. Right. And yeah, it was, she was just swearing the whole time. Oh, no. It was, I'm like, wow, what an experience. <laughs> it went like started off good and then just, <laughs> just went bad really fast. It was fun at the club, but it was the moment we left the strip club. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I thought in my mind, they're going to go in the back seat and have two girls make it out in the back seat. You know, maybe we'd go back to the house again. Who knows? And that's when the yeah. violence kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> so how long ago was that? I would guess 12 years ago. Okay. So how do we progress from that wonderful experience? (laughs) (laughs) So we had only had girls over for, or not even over, just had another girl that we'd have in our life. Yeah. So it was mostly two girls in me. For a long time. Just random pickups at the bar? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You start going to a bar more. (laughs) (laughs) And then. Sounds successful. (laughs) Not as often as you would think. I mean, no. we're talking once, maybe twice yeah, a year. it wasn't often. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't a very frequent thing. I tried more. It just, nothing came of it. <laughs> yes. Like we had a bachelor, bachelorette party where I, you were really drunk chasing around that girl. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, and we were pretty heavily drunk. We got picked up with a party bus. At a strip club, which eventually was renamed as the hydration pole. The girls would dance on the pole and drink water whenever they would do it. <laughs> and, and then it just turned out to giant makeout sessions with all the girls. And uh, we had a cabana rented out doing shots. And she can't hold her liquor very well when it comes to shots. <laughs> I think she had like two or three shots in and a couple of extra drinks from on the bus. And she was in a good spot. And we were standing at the bar on the rooftop. This girl was there, you know, congratulations. And she was like, oh, you're hot. And later on in the evening, we lost where that girl left. And she goes running down the stairs to find her (laughs) in the club somewhere. And I'm like, where did my fiance go? And find her downstairs on like the dancing balcony, found the girl trying to make out with her. Like mauling her. She didn't want any part of it. (laughs) At what point did you discover that this was actually a lifestyle or that it was more than just randomly picking up girls at the bar for threesomes? Well, it was probably five years ago or so. Dominic came to me and said, hey, we should check out one of these clubs. And I was like, they actually have clubs for this? (laughs) I had no clue. (laughs) I was on, I was like, I wonder, do these exist? And I Googled it and they popped up. And I was like, oh, I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. You know, what kind of people go there? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of environment would I be walking into? Yeah, because we were going based off movies. So is right. it just mm-hmm. sex ass and tits, right. bodies <laughs> yep. everywhere you're stepping over? Like, how bad is it? Yeah. Is it just a massive orgy or what is it? So going in there with no real, I mean, you have the movie as your expectation. So you're just like, I don't know what it's going to be like. So you're, you go in the shock, the deer yeah. in the headlights look where you're like, okay, we could potentially see some stuff we may not want to see. And yeah, yeah it, it took me a couple months to come around and say, okay, let's try it. So it seems to be a couple months is your, uh, little, yeah. let me think about it. Threshold. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> um, and then finally one day I was like, you know what, let's go try it. If we don't like it, we never have to go back. Yep. Oh yeah. It was where the club was before. Looks real sketchy. <laughs> you know, it's, I said, this looks like potentially a murderous spot. Just walking down a dark alleyway to a, just a random door. It felt just very risque. You know, like, like, knock three times to know the passcode. Because <laughs> right, kind of like, right. it's like, where is this? Is it here? And you just find like a door with just this little label on it. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is really like hidden. It's like, do I need a passcode. How'd that first night go? It was really good. It was one of those, what do I wear? I have no idea what everybody's going to be dressed like. So I wore a, it was a short dress, but it was completely, everything was covered. It had an open back and that was it. After walking in, I realized I was very overdressed, Yeah, (laughs) but we had a really good time. Oh yeah. She, we left and she's like, that was so much fun. We didn't do anything with anyone. But it was like the dance floor and all that stuff that I don't remember what party we went to. I mean, one of the, it was the blackout party. Yeah. So we went for a good party and Mm -hmm. she had a blast. It was all that's, you know, the environment. One of the first things we saw, like we sat at the bar most of the time that night, just kind of taking it all in, seeing what was going on. And the back of the bar, there were two stripper poles. We turn around and these two girls get on there and they start dancing together. And then one girl started eating the other girl out. Mm -hmm. And um, the guy that gave us the tour came over. He's like, you can't look at stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) So then we were like, everybody was just so nice and welcoming and it made us feel really comfortable. We had a lot of people come up and talk to us that night. And um, yeah, we had a good time and we're like, okay, that was fun. Let's go back. I think that was the night we walked into the couples only area just to see what was going on. It was just bodies everywhere. Well, like you had seen a movie. Right. And a sneaker guy just walked up and just blew our mind. He just kind of walked up to a couple that was on the couch right next to the doorway, looked at them, gave a nod to the guy and joined like no words. <laughs> it was just kind of like, and you know, they just nodded to each other and like gave them the go ahead. And I'm just like, oh, oh okay. It's it, that simple. <laughs> like, this is insane. Not like, how are you? What's your name? You know, how old are you? It's just kind of like, Come on in. No names needed. So we saw, we mostly watched for a couple of months. We didn't really do anything with anyone. We had picked up a couple of girls there before and done stuff there. But again, we never ventured out beyond the girl, uh, even at the club. It was still the same. It was always with girls for years. And I told her, I, you know, when we talked about bringing another guy in and things like that, if she wanted it, you know, we would do the same thing approach it the same way we did with a, she approached it with a girl. You know, if I have a problem, we can come up with a phrase or I would just say, I'm very forward. I would just be like, no, stop. Mm-hmm. I would just say it. And then just as long as you respect it, other than it's going, no, no, you already gave me the go ahead. I'm going to finish. It's like, no. What are some of your favorite experiences with just the girls? So my favorite probably was this. I don't normally like blondes. But we picked up this blonde who we find out is an ex-porn star. Nice. And we're like, oh, okay. And she was a lot of fun. She was a lot, a lot of fun. 
very vocal, very outgoing, very bubbly personality. Like a Borno, she was there working like that. And then when I was getting close, she got on her knees and was like, come on both of our faces and take a picture so you can remember it. Huh? <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and it wasn't until after we got done with everything and we were talking that she was like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Oh. I used to be, I used to be in porn. Oh, oh okay. explains. <laughs> yes. Professional level. Uh, explains <laughs> how that? you were the one navigating the whole thing. Like, to, yep. you know, you knew what to try to do. That was probably my favorite. Gotta find mm-hmm. where to find those. <laughs> that was just an accident. I think that was crazy. That we, yeah, I tried to keep in touch with her. I was like, yeah, we need to keep her like, keep that number. Keep that one in the Rolodex. Yeah. So what was your favorite in the early experiences? <laughs> I would probably say the same. Well, that's no fun. How about you pick another one? Well, because <laughs> most of the other ones are not good experiences. Oh, What made them such a challenge? <laughs> I'll tell you about the worst one. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh I th- I'm going to defend which one you're talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> and I have to try to explain this the best I can. She came over and was just... She seemed like she was either on drugs or alcohol. She was on something. Yeah, when you saw when her, we, you could tell that she was hopped up on something. So it seemed like in between the time when we met her and the time she came over, it was like, I don't know, did a line of Coke in the car or something like that. I mean, it, it, it something was off. He started fucking her. And the whole time she was just laying there going, uh, uh. Uh, uh. she kept licking our faces so when you so when you go to try to kiss her there was no kissing it was just wide open mouth like that you know like she's trying to swallow your face no tongue and you're like how do you kiss that like you're like you know, and so you're trying, like, no puckering up, just going in like she's trying to swallow your face, right? And I'm just thinking, who taught you how to kiss? <laughs> right? And then she just turns your head and just licks you from like chin to temple. And I was sitting there and she did that when I was on, she was on top and she just licked my face. And immediately it was just, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and it was like, I've never been licked. And it's like, that was there. immediately, no, I don't want to be licked. And, was, and she did it again to like the other side. And I've never lost. An erection as fast as I did when that happened. It was just like you gotta get. And then she'd be like, "I'm so hot, aren't I?" And I'm thinking, "No, it's gross." And it's just she. And she lay on her back. She'd be like, "Oh, you like these tits? I'm so hot, aren't I?" And I'm thinking, "Well, not when you're constantly saying that after you just licked me." You know, I've got your spit dripping off the side of my face. With- it's like, oh my god! It's, and it's always like. Whenever you try to kiss, it was like that. And it's just like, okay, I'm not even going to try anymore at risk of you licking me. Again. <laughs> and both of us keep like looking at each other and like shaking our heads. Like what so like, did we do? So I was like, did she, is it just, she doesn't want to kiss me. Like she has a boyfriend. So she just wants to like that. She licks her too. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> so then that's what we look at. you are like, hmm, what do we do here? Cause like, I don't want to continue this. Do I, so then he ended up finishing with me. Quickly, like as quick as going. Get us in her home. So then she's like, "Oh, that was so good. Maybe I should wait around and we can do it again." <laughs> We're like, "No, I'm like, I'm no. Tired. It takes it takes me a long time to recover." <laughs> I'm a one and done kind of person. So, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, and then then she was like texting the next day, <laughs> and she was like wanting to come over, and I'm thinking, mm, 
how do you, how do I say like, and then I, she kept going for days and eventually I was like, you need to learn how to kiss. Like <laughs> you don't lick people. We have a dog. So, <laughs> so you actually threw that out there. And I uh, did. I sent back, I said, we didn't have as much fun as I guess you did. <clears throat> I was like, it, it was very off putting when you just go and lick someone's face It's an immediate mood killer. I said, like, I don't want to be mean, but you may want to ask someone if they'd like that before you just go and give them a tongue bath. How'd you handle that? She didn't respond anymore after that. That was the end of it. That was the end of it. I had a feeling that would be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. was, I'm I'm brutally honest (laughs) because I didn't want to get licked again. Gee, why not? I think you had one more that you wanted to jump in there with. Yes. Another experience. The way to describe it, we were in Rome, Italy. We picked up a girl. She was in a hotel to the hotel room. She told us where to go. So we went back to the room we were at, you know, took a shower, freshened up, got dressed, and then Ariel wore a dress. I uh, wore something nicer, went there, met her at the hotel. As soon as we got there, she's like, take a shower. I'm like, okay, just did, but okay. So I we went and took a shower. And I think she was Russian. So we went in. She's like, I've never been with a couple before. And so we were like, oh, okay. We've done this before. The girls were starting as usual. Later, it progressed. And I was with her. And uh, Ariel was there. She was trying to kiss this girl. And she kept like pushing her away and turning her head. I didn't notice it. I was on top. I was distracted. <laughs> and I thought Ariel was just sitting back to watch. Because she's. I knew she said before she likes to watch me. Uh, fuck other girls. So I thought she was watching and it was really interesting. We finished up, you know, all that. I didn't know what was going on, that there was more to it, but I thought, you know, everything was going okay. We had brought alcohol there and we were drinking and she's like, oh, you know, stay as long as you want. Kept pouring drinks. And then she got a phone call. And she's like, you got to go. <laughs> and we're like, okay. I think she was a hooker. Oh, <clears throat> I think she got a phone. It, the way that the call went seemed like it was from like an agent. Mm-hmm. We didn't pay her. So it was right next to the Coliseum. And there was like this giant party happening, like right outside. It was pride days yeah. after the fact we were like, that's, that's where I was going when I heard the uh, <laughs> Russian. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the Russian, the shower and uh, yeah. we got the whole, the, the avoiding of the kiss. Yeah. yeah I, it was very strange. Well, she had no problem kissing me. It was just Ariel. Well, they kissed at the start, but when I was fucking her, it seemed like she wanted nothing to, well, I didn't know this till after the fact, but there was not a lot of interaction between Ariel and the girl. So when that phone call happened, we were told, you got to go. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Luckily we were already dressed. So we just put our drinks down and left. The walk back to our hotel, that's when Ariel told me that she was basically, every time she tried to touch her or kiss her, she was pushing her away. Mm. And I said, well, I thought you were just wanting to watch. She was like, no, I kept trying, but she was shoving me off. So it was war. She was like, I'm not mad at you, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, you know, I, I finished and everything, but I told her like, if that ever happens, be sure it's, you know, I, we can stop. It's not about me unless you just want to watch. Yeah. So that's kind of been something we bring up whenever we either a couple or with another girl that we have over is we make it clear, like both have to be involved. We don't want to push her away mm-hmm. because you, because then it's just going to be, you're going to kill it and it's not going to happen right? because it's one of the biggest turnoffs. You know, now that I know that, you know, I was always mindful of that after the fact, whenever mm-hmm. we did it, you know, I'd always be like, okay, make sure. It's now, now become one of our rules. <clears throat> yeah. As yeah. she, st- so if she does sit back, I make sure it's not because she's getting pushed that it's just because she chooses to watch. Right. Well, when in Rome, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
There are a lot of things in this episode that I definitely want us to take a couple minutes unzipping here. Definitely. So the first thing I want to start talking about is the idea of picking up single girls at a bar to take home, creating your own unicorns. Yeah, that's tough. It sounds. I, I would. I can't even imagine in this stuff. Then again, I don't remember the last time I went to a bar and talked to a girl that it wasn't a swingers club. <laughs> so maybe the pickup game in the Tinder culture now. Is, That's true, yeah. I would imagine, I guess, it's a little easier. Makes it a little easier. I'm intrigued by the idea. But like a whole new level of challenge, I think, that I, is, you know? It, it's, hey, hey, babe, Um, you want to... <laughs> a, are you into girls? B, are you into her guy? Are you... <laughs> how do you, how do you and, even approach it? And this isn't, this isn't even a sex club, and this is... What? What are you talking about? Who are you? I'm putting pictures of you on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you're weird. Fuck! <laughs> Just again, I don't remember the last time I, I've been in a relationship for the last yeah. I mean, you almost actually, thirty years now, right? I should we should be asking you this. I mean, you were before the time of Tinder, and but you guys I, did girls. We did, but that was how just did you find them? Instant Messenger, where people said, "Hey, I'm looking for sex with other people." You would search profiles of who is into guys and girls, okay, and then you'd reach out and go, "Hey, we're both. You interested?" Did you ever do the uh, Craigslist? No, and and that that's that picked up after we got into it, and we already had the club. Okay, I've never actually experienced the idea of dating because my first wife and I got together while we were in college. Yeah, and then after she and I got divorced, I had six months of playing with girls that I knew from the clubs and from the lifestyle before I ran into somebody who was a receptionist at a massage place that I went to. And when I say massage place, I don't mean like, Happy you know, endings. yeah, it was a real legit massage place. And we sure. just talked and things clicked. I've never actually gone out and actively looked for people at a bar to or up, like, we've totally missed the Tinder boat and all that. I will say that the way the lifestyle is now with the different websites that are solely dedicated to swinging and this different types of lifestyle people all maybe looking for something different, but all kind of fall in some sort of category really is such a nice benefit. It, it's it's so much easier just to go, okay, there are these apps where people are saying exactly what they want, as opposed to just walking up to some random girl at the bar going, hey, you're hot. You want to fuck the two of us? I just can't. I, and how much do I want to be on the receiving end of that? Like, I want to be one of the girls that somebody, I would love to hear what they say. Like, what is the pickup line? We should have asked them what they Yeah, we really should have. <laughs> Damn it. I just have such a hard time grasping. <laughs> well, you know, the, that's some real guts, the, though. <laughs> the courage to walk up to just a girl who, you, A, you don't know if she's into chicks, how you even approach that. I just imagine if this were me and you, we'd be sitting there and you'd be like, that girl's looking at you. and be like, no, she's not. She's not looking at me, no. <laughs> no she'd totally be into it. No, she wouldn't. 15 minutes <laughs> arguing. No, I'm not going to do that. Why You're crazy. There's no fucking way I'm going up to her. <laughs> And it would it would become us sitting there hoping some girl would walk up to us going, hey, maybe you guys are into just, and it's, I, I don't, I, I can't never, picture a world where this fucking happens. We can't even happens. close when we know they came here for sex. <laughs> like, how do we close when we don't even know they want sex? And, and we say, time. hey, we've invited you to the sex apartment. Let us know. And they're like, uh, fuck you. We came to the sex apartment. You tell us it's go time. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the idea. 
I know. I know. I've thought about it because I've known them. We've known them for a while. And I've heard that that was the The way they got their girls. Like 10 or 11 years. Yeah. So uh, just a crazy. Yeah. Over 10 years of picking up random girls at the at bar. At the bar. I know. Well, they, d- they did say it wasn't frequent, but still. Uh, fucking I mean, twice a year <laughs> is fucking frequent for finding a random chick at the bar. They're called fucking unicorns, and they happen to find them at a vanilla bar. I know. That's nuts. Mad props, though, because I could. I don't think I could do it. I, I really don't think I could. Just even the idea of hinting that and the girl going, uh, my friends are over there, and I'm about to have a discussion with them, and you better run and hide because I'm going to post all about this something yeah all right bye sorry i was only joking no, you don't understand. there's a camera over there was, it's a, yeah this is a you're being punked ah, friends got you <laughs> i whoops and I, I don't know if it's a confidence thing or what but i just i could not i would imagine that you want to stack the odds in your favor of them saying yes right so obviously i mean if you see a girl dancing <laughs> on other girls you can kind of approach going hey i'm into girls too oh and so is my husband let's go and see where it goes. I would be infinitely more comfortable talking to a couple and playing the, hey, we heard about this. Can you guys believe this? And just kind of having an open conversation between the two of us next to a couple, just to see how they react over trying to present this to some girl who may not even be into other girls or be like, ew, no, more than one person. How could you possibly do that? That's a fine line to walk though, because if you think about it, if you present it in a way where you are shocked and appalled or, you know. Uh, Oh no, I'm not shocked or appalled. I'm just going, hey, I heard this. This is intriguing. Don't you think? Guys, have you heard this? (laughs) What? We're finishing our beer. (laughs) What's this guy trying to suggest? Creep. And... (laughs) It, it's one of those where I just feel it has to be a discussion between the two of us, and we're just kind of glancing to the side, like, are they laughing? Are they listening? What are what are we? <laughs> I feel that's just a hard conversation to have without somehow coming off sounding weird or creepy. And I'm I'm pretty sure you, knowing when you started dating your ex, you well, you didn't pick him up at a bar, a coffee bar. Oh, okay, but <laughs> I mean it's a little different. I, but. I guess so. I I just I've never experienced it. I and I guess we we pick people up at the club, but they're at well, a we sex know, club. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. We and a lot of times we talk to these people on the website yeah, prior yes. prior to meeting them in person. So color me intrigued and I, I don't know if i could try it part of me wants to go out of town and try it <laughs> out of town far away far very 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 far away from the sex apartment and <laughs> at a hotel bar where some desperate travelers like oh my husband's a dick I, i'm gonna show him show him with us lady let's go, let's go. <laughs> how about the idea of playing with a single girl as we've never really had a unicorn experience oh gosh i just I have strong feelings about not playing with single girls. And I'm back to intrigued by it. <laughs> where where maybe I get an opportunity to be center of attention, even though I know somehow I'm going to be scooched off to the side and you'd land in the center <laughs> or she'd land in the center. But oh. just to even jump in just a little as center of attention, that would be fun. I mean, physically and playfully wise, playing with a 
another woman, single woman. I like that idea. That's great. Now, in past um, relationships, or my in my first relationship, we had a couple of different experiences where a single girl kind of latched on and became our single girl. I, I would see, do I things with like her that. separate, and I, I don't think that dynamic would work for us in any way, shape, or form. I think a one and done, yeah. we could deal with. And I, I don't really have an interest in the second wife, third wife. Well, maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Depends. I mean, Does she is, cook and clean? And... <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, it's, I, I mean, I could handle another wife. We, we travel okay a lot. Me. If you like to travel and uh, clean, <laughs> hey, we can... <laughs> And, and and other watch women. pets and, yeah. and stuff. I mean, well, no, because I assume she'd come with us. I don't know. Maybe oh, you think? Maybe. Oh no, see, I would st- <laughs> just keep her in a closet at home. And- no. <laughs> so you take care of the house. That's your job. We'll be back. <laughs> See ya. Oh, you know what? Nessa's not in the mood tonight. How about it? And I'm sorry. That wasn't a question. It was more. This is now how about it's your it? job. <laughs> that, that was a statement, not a question, dear. Let's go. Come on, oh, Cinderella. That is definitely a fantasy of mine. <laughs> in all honesty, do you see us being able to play with a single girl? I have a hard time with single women because I feel that single women have a tendency, not all, but some have a tendency to be a little bit screwy in the head. We've said in the past about single guys and single girls, there's usually a reason that they're single. Right. On the rare occasion that it's I just got out of a relationship and I'm exploring my sexual side. Fantastic. I love the empowerment of that. That is great. I've been locked in this relationship forever. I'm discovering that I'm sexy now. I'm running with it. Fantastic. Love to talk to you. I think for our purposes, a single woman doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. I agree because while you enjoy women, I think you're still cock first. Yes. I think you enjoy the process of being with a woman, but that is by no means your main objective. It has been a couple of times, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on the lady. Right. So, okay. There's, there's still a chance. I like it. (laughs) Another thing that Ariel got into was her first trip to the club and what to wear. And I feel like that's every girl's first trip to the club and probably guys too. I was going to say not even first trip, but I, I notice you on most trips to the club Digging through outfit after outfit after outfit going, I want the one that makes me look the sexiest. And now the first trip, what was your thought going into the club? Well, I got lucky for my first trip. It was Halloween. That does make it much easier. But I will say that I very much struggled with how sexy I should be because I had never even been to the club. And had I had been to the club before that Halloween, I think my outfit would have been different because my outfit actually covered quite a bit of skin while very sexy. I was going to say, while it covered, it hugged every bit of those amazing tits and that amazing ass. And I stared at it relentlessly. (laughs) So while it didn't show a lot of skin, it showed your curves. Yeah. But I thought, I mean, going in, I was like, whoa, this is, for me, it was a very risque Halloween costume. Now now see, (laughs) but when I saw it, I was like, you know what? They could have just come from a vanilla Halloween party or a Halloween walk in the mall and Nobody would have been, you would have turned heads, but nobody would have gone. I can't believe she's wearing that here. It was a very safe outfit. Yes. And I think that's the one thing to say about club attire is that it's typically not something you would wear anywhere else except the club, typically, unless you're working at a strip club or something. (laughs) I I will say that a lot of club wear tends to be dance wear. If if you're, 
if you're searching sites and you search for dancer wear, that's yeah. you'll find what a lot of women wear to the club. But but that's you can always tell who's there to. one of the first times because that's not what people will wear their first time to the club. Yeah. Now I've seen people come to the club with a bag mm-hmm. full of different outfits. Yes. And they will walk in safe. And when they get to that comfort level of, okay, no one's just staring me down, trying to undress me. Nobody's forcing me to do anything. I'm more comfortable now. I'm going to put in something sexier. Yeah. And we call them costume changes. Yep. And I am not a costume change person. I'm getting into the mood just by having the social interactions. And I think for other people, they enjoy kind of that step-by-step getting comfortable. Oh, now I'm comfortable. Now I can peel off a couple layers and come back out with less on. Or, oh, I have this really cute outfit that I wanted to wear, but I didn't want to actually wear it here. I just need to change. I put this on at home and I'm like, this is hot, but there's no way I'm walking out with the babysitter here. I, I love summer trips to the club where it's 90 degrees outside. You're walking out of the house with a coat on and the kids are looking at us like, where are, are you they going? going? Why are you wearing a coat? Oh, the air conditioning at the place we're going is <laughs> so cold. But I think the most important thing about what you wear to the club is that you're comfortable wearing it. Mentally and physically, Because yeah. if you're going to the club for the first time, you're nervous. There are people going to the club for their 20th time that they're still nervous. They're walking into a sex club. A, they could be nervous who they could run into. B, nervous about what could happen. C, nervous about what their partner might want to do or do. Your outfit should not be something that you have to worry about. I agree. You should wear something you're comfortable with. Just at least take that weight off your shoulders. Well, it's so important that even if you're wearing an outfit that may cover more skin, that you feel confident in that outfit. And that's going to go way further than you wearing something that covers very little, that you're just very awkward feeling and like you want to just hide in a corner and cover up. Because if you're going to stand in a corner and hope nobody sees you, you're not going to have a good time. And if you're going to be able to be social in a normal sundress or something, then wear the undress. We have friends who their pictures on their profile are just a ton of naked pictures showing off every part of their body. But when they go to the club, they are fully covered Yep. and they like to leave it a mystery. Yeah. I don't know if it's part of their comfort or part of their, this is our tease leading into something. Also, theme nights at the clubs are helpful in at least aiming you in a direction so you don't feel like you're necessarily standing out like a sore thumb. At least you can build an outfit based on a theme that is comfortable for you, but then still feel like you're fitting in because you're following theme. Absolutely. Like a white party or a black party where it's okay, I'm going to pick a white dress. I'm going to pick a black dress and then go from what's most comfortable there. Yeah. And that's, I feel that's helpful. So the last thing they talked about going back to Rome their situation with this possible escort. He mentioned that during play, he didn't notice that the escort was frequently pushing Ariel away and not kissing her after he had joined in on the play. And I think this is a good time to note that during play, even if it's with just one other person and not a complete other couple where you're totally swapping. I think it's so important to just look at your partner and have some sort of, even if it's just a look that you shoot each other, but just enough that you're communicating something that says, 
I'm not getting what I want out of this deal either, you know, or right now. I or totally agree. Something. I, I think we benefit from the fact that I am always watching you. Yeah. And that we make eye contact frequently. Yeah. I've seen the I'm bored look out of you. <laughs> you did not? But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm it was only on a, it's, it's honestly on a very rare occasion yeah. where, where it's, you were rightfully bored. All right, it's been a half an hour. Let's let's fucking wrap this up. We, right. we don't need to play for an hour or two hours. It's this isn't a marathon. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I think that you and I have a very built-in checking with each other. Yeah. And there have been times where before we got to play, one of us could tell that the other was like, eh, this this isn't a situation I'm interested in continuing. Yeah. We've checked. Like you've asked me a handful of times, like, hey, you're not into this, are you? <laughs> And I go, oh, no, sorry. I was just thinking about something else. Totally down. Thank you for checking because had you pulled the plug, I would have gone, hey, wait, what happened? Why did you do that? And you'd be like, well, I thought you didn't want to. And But the fact that we take that time to go, hey, and it could just, you could walk over to me and just give me a hug or just, oh, here, let's make out for a second. And then you kind of lean over and whisper in my ear, hey, you okay? Are we down? And we continue. And I think, unfortunately, sometimes it takes going through a situation to pick up on, oh, I should have checked in or, oh, that's what that look meant. Or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you have to have some learning experiences to point you in the right direction. And I think in Dominic and Ariel's case, they did the 100% right thing to do when, when they talked about it on the way home. He realized, oh, well, I thought you were just watching, but turns out, no, you were being kind of pushed out and he didn't obviously agree with it. But it's just one of those things where you, you know, you think everything is going smoothly and you check in with your partner at the end and you're like, oh, shit, oh, you, <laughs> I didn't, you didn't know want that. To, oh, you, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> and we always say it, talk to each other. That's all, all you got to do is if you can't be honest with your partner, then you probably shouldn't be in the lifestyle. If you can't tell your partner, hey, I like this, but I didn't like that, you're probably going down the wrong path. Yeah. You're just going to have a much more difficult time navigating these types of relationships without that strong communication. Absolutely. Going back to that, I'm bored look that you have given me on a very rare occasion. That reminded me of a discussion that we had the other day. You raised an issue with people holding back. Yes. I was very surprised to hear that you would rather a guy be so turned on by you that he came right away now, maybe not right away, but <laughs> in the very early stages of the play session mm-hmm. and then did other things to take care of you from that point Yes. versus holding back and then holding back again and then eventually going soft because the body's like, well, clearly we're holding back for a reason. We're not going to do this and then shutting down and yeah. then not finishing. The experience that I have had with this has always been that they hold back, hold back, hold back, and then they can't come or it takes fucking forever or it takes so long that things are getting raw and it's just not fun anymore Mm -hmm. and after i come a couple of times i kind of start to lose interest like i don't really have that drive to go as long Mm -hmm. it becomes more work it's just not fun anymore I get so turned on at the idea or the the fact that, wow, it was so hot for them that they literally came within minutes. And I get kind of... Look what I did. Yeah, like my chest gets a little puffed out and I'm like, yep, that's me. I'm intrigued how many other people feel that way because I've definitely gotten a look where 
if I didn't finish, it's the, I want you to come. And the second somebody's like, I want you to come. I want you to come. Why aren't you coming? It's like, fuck. Yeah. But if it's early on, it's like, oh, I want you to come so bad. I want it. Like now? (laughs) You're like, whoa, we just started. I mean, we can now if you want it now. Let's do it. I mean, and but to that point, if you come early on, which in my opinion, I don't mind at all, as long as you're going to give some attention to me and get me to come, let me still have my fun. So so what you're saying is if the guy finishes in the first three minutes and then goes, all right, cool, I'm done, and leaves, not (laughs) Not cool. Not good. But if... I'm so excited. That was amazing. Sorry I came. Not even sorry. You know what? Hey, you made me come. That was hot. That's great. Now let's, let me. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's keep going this way. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to come via insertion of a cock, at least. <laughs> but, you know, I would like to come. <laughs> I will say the idea of a guy being so excited and so turned on by you that they can't hold back. And it's... There you go. You win. Good job. <laughs> and and the difference in how I'm going to leave a situation with the guy coming within the first couple minutes because he was so turned on versus the guy who held back and held back and held back and then ended up going soft is two completely different feelings on my end. I'm thinking when I'm walking away from the second scenario, what did I do wrong? Why didn't I turn him on enough? Why couldn't I get him to come? What was happening? What was he seeing? What? Why couldn't he come? Mm-hmm versus yeah that's right i i made him come like so fast it and was i so would good. say a first time experience that so fast is more likely yeah and then the more experiences you have the more comfortable you get i don't want to call it old hat but the yeah it's okay hey now, now here's my opportunity to show more and more and more but or even if you know you're capable of holding back maybe that first or second time to lengthen the fun i guess know your boundaries like i can't hold back three times because once i hold back that third time it's just not it's going to be so difficult to get there just kind of know how far you can take it so it doesn't fall flat i'd rather be covered and come at the end of the night than wonder why i'm not Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.